0: Good day, friends. How is October treating you thus far? We are already in the midst of all of the things, like right now getting ready for Thanksgiving, parent-teacher interviews, and just pulling out warmer clothes day by day. Uh, I still want to see what fall looks like where you are. Please send me pictures. This time last year, I was getting ready to go to the Imperfect Bosses camp. Uh, So I'm having all of those feels. Um, Shout out, ladies. I hope you're all doing well. I miss you all so much. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, you know, fall has always been one of my most favorite seasons. And I'm just so curious to see what fall looks like where you are from. So as always, please send me photos. This month, we are investigating our survival habit of judgment. Last week, we talked about what clues to look for when you're starting to witness your own judgment. How did that dare go? I know for me, it was super easy to witness my judgment, but it took even longer for me not to use it as another strike against myself. It was so hard to witness my judgment. (laughs) without judgment. More tips around that in an upcoming episode. Today, we're talking about how to respond when we are sitting on the other side of judgment, whether it's comments online, maybe it's parental judgment you're dealing with on the daily or a partner or another family member, maybe it's a close friend. Whomever you get it from, how we deal with these judgments can keep us in survival mode. So today, I'm giving you actionable steps you can take to shift you closer towards those thriving habits. Ready? Hi, friends. Welcome to the Big Kid Pod, where all are welcome. In this safe space, we talk about what scares us, what prepares us, and what makes us great. As big kids, we have learned the hard way that none of us really know what's going on. And we all have our own stories and journeys. And that's why it's always better together. I'm your host and guide, Christina, AKA KDC. As a life coach, children's yoga instructor, and mindfulness ninja, I hope to inspire you to dive into your life with more kindness, more courage, and more adventure. You ready? Let's get into it. So friends, how did last week's dare go? If you aren't following me on social media, first off, how dare you, JK. Secondly, that's how I send out my weekly dares, either one via newsletter, which you can sign up for for free, or also over on the Big Kid Instagram page, and Facebook group. So these dares are meant to guide you in building your thriving habits. Think of the dares as your jumping off point because I know, again, for me, the hardest part was choosing the next right step. People kept telling me, take the next right step, but I didn't know what that was. And that's how I want you guys to use these dares. They are simple, actionable and you can start practicing to get you literally in the habit of choosing something new. You know, like a good old fashioned dare. Think of it as my double dog dare. So I want to know if you did it, let me know. This week we are focusing on what to do with ourselves when we find that we are on the other side of judgment. The last episode we talked about how Our own judgments are created and fed, so it seems fitting to continue the conversation over here. We learn that our own judgments are loud and clear when we are on the verge of gossip and advice giving. These red flags can also be used to figure out if the person you're talking to is sitting in judgment themselves. Uh, My girl, Brene Brown, says it best. Research tells us that we judge people in areas we're vulnerable to shame, especially picking folks who are doing worse than we're doing. If I feel good about my parenting, I have no interest in judging other people's choices. If I feel good about my body, I don't go around making fun of other people's weight or appearance. We're hard on each other because we're using each other as a launching pad out of our own perceived shaming deficiency Whew, that shit was heavy but it's true what is our own perceived shaming deficiency so whenever i'm sitting across from judgment that's what i think of people often use the term projection when it comes to judgment and this again really helped me deal with outside judgers. If you're still in the investigation phase of meeting your own judgment, this could be how you're showing up. Usually what we don't like about ourselves, we see in others and then project our own shame deficiency on the other person. AKA, it just comes out of our faces as judgment. (laughs) I feel like it's easy to see the solution when it's not your own problem to solve. This survival habit of judgment is created as a fight response. Like all fight, flight, flee, and fawn responses, they show up as a way to protect us from all of the hard stuff. You know, all of those uncomfortable feelings and emotions. These are literal survival habits that we developed as humans back back in the day. And our brains and bodies haven't developed enough to know when we're actually not in imminent danger. So in response to judgment, if we fight, we defend ourselves. So we judge them back. We try to establish some type of control because when faced with judgment, we feel very out of control. If we turn to flight, we may ignore the real issue and just start overworking. Just start piling our things and our to-do lists. We may literally just flee and walk away from the conversation or the person that's placing judgment. Have you just X'd out people in your life because they were always coming from judgment? If we freeze, we're literally frozen in defeat and may feel like we can't go on. Like we're stuck in sinking sand with no way out. And again, if we're fawning, we're pushed towards people-pleasing. So it could transfer to taking someone's judgments as law instead of remembering our own values. So taking what we learned from last week's episode, knowing why we judge others and sometimes the how, again, what do we do when we're on the other side of it? Do you fight, flee, freeze, or fawn? I am a classic fighter because I know people don't agree with my point of view I used to spend time trying to convince them of my point of view, trying to convince them of my thoughts, my feelings, my actions. But fuck, it was exhausting. And they didn't actually care about what my point of view was. So the judgments just kept flying at me. In my fight, I wanted to make sure that they understood my whys, why I chose something, why I said something, all of those things. And I would spend a lot of sleepless nights overthinking the things I should have done or said instead. The pattern I witnessed was that when I was met with judgment, when someone didn't share my belief, my point of view, or my values. Again, that's where and why judgment comes up. And it may just be a disagreement. And those are allowed. We cannot agree and still be respectful. I know there's lots of ways and things out there showing us otherwise, but at the same time, a lot of things showing us why that's exactly true. (sighs) When encountering judgment, no matter where you are sitting, we need to remember to bring compassion to the table. When met with judgment from another human, remember it's not about you. That cliche rings so true. It's not you. It's me. So when I hear judgment from another person, this is another thing that I'll say to myself. It's not about me, it's them. Because it's true, it literally has nothing to do with the other person, with the person that's receiving the judgment. What is really going on is about how I am currently feeling about myself. And if I'm in a space where I'm very judgy towards myself, I'm going to come out at you. Maybe not on purpose, but you only notice when you're in emotional investigation mode. If they've been up to this for a long time, they may not see that they are in judgment. It's your job to remember to keep your ego out of it because it's not about you. So let the E go. Witness their evidence to find more compassion Whose judgment are they sitting in? How do they respond with judgment? How did they learn this survival habit? What could they be telling you they need? The fact that this person is showing up in judgment tells us they're actually looking for connection more than anything else. A question I got online was, how can we be connected even when judgment is in the room? And I want to quote the Dalai Lama. He said, if you want others to be happy, practice compassion. If you want to be happy, practice compassion. So we need to start there. Remember your values. What do you know to be true? Where do you choose to focus and believe? What are you thinking about that keeps you in a negative response? From here, I use the Big Feelings Blueprint to help guide me through radical empathy. This really helps me feel like I'm helping without giving answers that they weren't even really looking for, at least not for me. Remember what shoves us towards judgment. It's assumptions and their story or behaviors, or it's our expectations about how they could respond. We get pushed towards judgment when we don't agree with someone's beliefs, values, or behavior, or we see our own shame staring back at us. So where could this person be coming from? That's how we can show compassion, remembering that everybody has a story. Someone sent this question over on IG, and they asked, what happens when we get judgments from someone you respect? Ooh, that's heavy, and I feel it 100%. What I said before still stands. Compassion and remembering your values, but I know it can be super hard to not take it personally because we look up to this person. But if they're judging, remember they're coming from an unsafe spot themselves. They have their own hardships and struggles, and their comments are coming from this space. They aren't looking for you to fight, flee, freeze, or fawn. They're searching for connection. In judgment and in general, it's important to remember that people can't ever hurt our feelings. It's only ever what we think about them that creates those feelings. So we need to ask ourselves, what do I make their judgments mean about how I feel about me? Remember that it's not projection, but a reflection I want you to journal these questions about what we make it mean to ourselves. We all have our specialties and some people's specialty is pointing out all of the problems and not in a bad way. They just need to make sure that they have all of the answers before moving forward. And I love to solve a good problem, but If you're only pointing out the problem and not helping find a solution, I don't want to hear about it. (laughs) It doesn't have to be the solution that's the final one, but I also just don't want to hear all of the problems, aka the judgments. If you're just going to judge and not provide support or helpful criticism, then I know their judgment, again, is coming from a place of hurt. If you're met with a constant judger, remember that like creates like. So their judgment is saying more about themselves than about you. When I'm talking to kids about bullying, I say that bullies are bullies because they are bullied. And the judgments may not be coming out of a bully, but it's still coming from that type of place. So where are they getting judged in their lives? Bob Marley even says, Who are you to judge the life I live? I know I'm not perfect and I don't live to be, but before you start pointing fingers, make sure your hands are clean. We can call on forgiveness to lead our way. Go back and listen to episode 13 and remember that forgiveness is a decision that you make every day. This week's dare is to witness your go to response when met with judgment. Is it to fight? flee, freeze, or fawn. By looking at your go-to response, you can start to find the answers and then use the self-caring rhythm provided in today's show notes to get back to you. It's six steps to get you through any feeling, big or small, including judgment. So when you're down on yourself and you want to feel useful, liberated, do these things one reach out to someone and help someone else number 2 just call someone just to talk to them three ask yourself what can you learn from this situation if their judgment's coming from love is there truth in it when it comes to online it can be so easy to share judgments ugh people do it anonymously all the time and sometimes people judge with the best intent. Sometimes people will say you have it all figured out. You have all of the things, the job, the vehicle, the partner, the relationship, the business. But remember when we're online, that's only snapshots of things that we want to share, even if it is the hard stuff. So instead of judgment, I'm trying to create feelings of compassion. And my note to self this week is everyone has their own story. I don't know all of it, and I probably never will. That's okay. People will judge as they will, but I don't let it cloud how I feel about myself. Remember, you define you, not other people. You can still download October's guide for more emotional investigation questions and get plenty more notes to yourself that you can keep in your heart pocket and say to yourself in those moments where you are stuck in judgment. So friends, go out into the world this week with less judgment, more compassion. If you have questions, send them. Be featured on upcoming episodes. You can send them on instagram over at kdc coaching or at big kid podcast or send them over into the facebook group or you can even leave me a comment on the website or any of those social places (sighs) friends thank you sign up for the newsletter there's good things in it every week this week we're trying to conjure up feelings of more liberation Come and get it. Talk to you soon. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Big Kid. As you travel through the world this week, remember kindness drives change. And we're all on a journey. And the best part is that we're not alone. Sign up for the newsletter to get my formula to add more mindfulness into your day. And every month, I send out a guidebook that helps you shift from your surviving habits to thriving ones. Join the Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Big Kid Pod, where the conversations live on. You can even leave me a good old fashioned voice message over in the show notes at kdccoaching.com. Sending you so much Filipino Canadian love. Talk to you soon.